The Get This Podcast is brought to you by my WordPress web development agency brand, K2 Creative. You can visit getthispodcast.com slash K and the numeral two. That's getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click book a discussion for a free 30-minute discussion on anything related to WordPress. I'll be happy to help. Whether you need a new website or you have an existing site, you're not happy with the speed, you're not happy with the security, you need plugins updated, you're having issues, your developer ran off to Costa Rica, you don't know where to find him or her, we can help. My team builds websites that drive millions of page views a year. We can help with membership, e-commerce. If it's in WordPress, we can make it happen. Visit getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click the book a discussion link and I'll be happy to help with whatever you need in WordPress. everybody, this is Kevin Couchman with the podcast Get This. It's a show about things people love. It is Friday, February 21st in the foul year of our Lord 2020. And I'm coming to you from upstate Manhattan, Washington Heights, the studio. Uh, the, the finest studio in Manhattan, if I may say so. And uh, <laughs> I'm joined by my good friend, Jose. Jose Ignacio Gomez. Jose's back. back. He's back after a hiatus. And we have another uh, guest of the show, previous guest, Jake Chapman. Jake Chapman is back from China. Jake, say hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. I'm man. back. It's good to be back. Yeah. Fantastic. After the... Just the got fa- back in town yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, from L.A. From L.A., right? Um, I was in L.A. for a couple months after I got back from China, where I was uh, there for five weeks on tour with my family. Jeez. Yes. All over like China. like five months. <laughs> five <laughs> it, weeks only. All right. The, actually, the, fir- the first week we were there, it seemed like... Oh wow, we've only done three shows, three, four shows. This is gonna be a an endless tour, you right. know. But of course, as everything as we went on, it, it eventually got faster and faster. Yeah. But it was still amazing the amount of things we were able to do in just hmm. five weeks there. Well, so disclaimer, of course, this is the second episode that Jake's been on uh, on Get This. So if you're interested in the setup, you can go back and listen to that. But if not, well, you know, it should be a fun hour of conversation. Absolutely. Regardless. Now the obvious question, the hat question in February of 2020 is coronavirus, of course. Yep. Top of everyone's mind. Yep. You you got back before the outbreak. Yeah, happened. so we left we left China January 2nd, 2020, mm-hmm. and I believe the news stories really started popping up uh, mid to late January. Yeah. Um, so we really got out of there at the right time. Uh, yeah. Who knows if the tour was even just a month later. We could have had our tour canceled. And actually, I have a lot of friends who are musicians who are planning to go to China in the spring, and all their shows have been canceled or or postponed. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was really uh, lucky timing. We were actually 200 miles away from Wuhan Uh at one point. Yeah. Um, And um, so we're just – we're really fortunate. Um, I was thinking about that when it broke. I thought – Yeah, yeah. uh, Pretty wild. Obviously, this this episode's not going to be about coronavirus and China policy or anything like that. But yeah, just curious. Um, So you – what was the duration of the trip? It was five weeks. You were over there from when till when? Yeah, yeah. So we – let's see. We left LA on – I think it was November 27th. Yeah. And we arrived in China on November 29th. Mm -hmm. 
because we, we lose a day going there. Uh-huh. And our first show was... Wait, where does the day go? Um, well, you, we get it back <laughs> when we go back to... It went to January 2nd, which oh. was the longest day I've ever experienced. Wow. Where we, uh, we woke up in Shanghai, spent a few hours around town, went to the airport, flew back to LA, and still had a whole evening. Mm. On, all on January second. Wow. Anyway, but we yeah. get we get to China. We have our first performance on December first. Our last performance on December 29th, and we stay there until January second. So all in all, with the with the transportation, it's, it's a five week uh, duration. All right. Yeah. And this yeah. is vontraps.com. Von Chaps. So oh, von, 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 von Traps. Von Traps of course. <laughs> that's that's of if course. If you want the, the sound, sound of music, music. Yeah, von yeah. Chaps. Sorry, I got that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Vonchaps.com. Vonchaps. V O N C H A P S dot com. But at least yeah. you remember how our right. name, where our name comes from. I did from, my so. best. Yeah, exactly. Vonchaps.com. If you want to, you want to see some photos, some videos, or our Instagram, Von Chaps. Um, where I posted a lot of fun photos and videos from the tour. Yeah. Um, it's just really, really nice. It's such a, a wide variety of things we were able to do. It's such an incredible joy to be able to do that with your own family. Exactly. So what's the, what's the yeah. composition of the group? So it's, it's um, my dad on piano, and my mom and sister are the main singers of the group, and I'm on vibraphone and also singing and also playing a little piano as well. Right. So... Um, we have a mixture of musical styles. We have some jazz, some musical theater, some opera, and some pop music. And we are also uh, we have some four-part harmony numbers, which we arranged uh, collectively. And on those, we all sing. And then there are also some solos by my mom and sister. Sometimes a duet, um, and just a whole variety of music. So it's really nice. And the Chinese people really responded very well. Um, especially to certain numbers over others, um, mm. like they they were familiar with, let's say, um, "Memory" from Cats, which <laughs> oh, really? we were we were specifically huh. requested to play by um, whoever wanted us, like the Chinese government or the, the theater chain. <laughs> um, the also, uh, a very very okay. very famous song from Phantom of the Opera, "All uh-huh. I Ask of You." We uh-huh. did. We also did a famous Chinese pop song, uh-huh. an instrumental version, uh-huh. but. Whenever we started playing that one, yeah, they would start clapping. Sometimes clap along, and they would really appreciate that one. What was end. that song? What is it's that? It's called "The Moon Represents My Heart." That's oh. the translation of it. Sure, sure. By um um a a singer uh, named Teresa Tang who died er- early, mm, mm, um, mm. maybe in her forties. Oh yeah. Um, and the song is from the nineties, I believe. Okay. Um, and yeah, everyone really liked that one, and uh, it was nice to be able to share with them a lot of different music that they they probably they're not used to hearing in a live context. Uh, you know, we really felt like ambassadors mm. for America because, mm. in 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 general, like except for Shanghai, which is a very um, um, international city, mm-hmm. in general we did not see other Westerners. Mm. You know, yeah. other foreigners um, kind of representing. Yeah, very much so. Mm. You know. It, you know, so we got used to one. Not many people can really understand us, you know, and also just like we stick out like a sore thumb. Sure, everywhere we go. Does anybody in your family have Mandarin or? Um, very little, very right. little. We picked up a little bit while sure. we were there, you know. And in fact, I've actually been inspired to learn Chinese since uh, I since I've been yeah. back. So I've been studying on my own. All but right. mm. in general, we we had a tour manager who was able to translate for us, and that was very very useful. But whenever we were alone, we were using an app that um, oh. can do, you know, have someone speak into it and it'll translate. Or you can take a picture of something 
and it'll do a translation of it. Uh-huh. So technology okay. makes it a lot easier to travel these days. That's so fascinating. Yeah, but you know, we would be sometimes in a city and like we'd see people coming coming by on their scooters and then like they look at us, they look away, then they double take <laughs> back to us. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, we must have been for some of these people like one of the only American people they've ever seen in their life, if yeah, not the yeah. only one. Yeah. Wild. You know, um, especially in these villages, mm. which are still a million people in population, which <laughs> right. would be in the top, you know, ten to fifteen cities in the U.S. Yeah. But in China, Certainly. it feels like top some 20. remote yeah. village. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. that is it, yeah, it's, that it's, is cra- wild. it's pretty crazy. Just the difference of scale mm. in China. Mm-hmm. We were in these massive, yeah. massive cities, yeah, right? and then we were in these big cities. You know, maybe three, four, five, six, seven million, which. To a lot of Chinese people, they may have not even heard of them, right? <laughs> That's that just is, like an unknown city. Of course, well, I mean, it's a billion people, correct? Yeah, over, uh, yeah, over, wow. over, probably yeah. like a billion, a billion and a half or so. Jeez, um, a lot of people. Um, so, That's including Chinatown, right? Yeah, right. Every every city has a Chinatown, yeah. right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like Philly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How is the every, food? So the food, oh, uh, yeah. remarkable, remarkable, sorry, remarkable. Um, and also cheap, very cheap. Mm. Um, we could get a good lunch for just a couple bucks, mm. you know, and a lot of food too. Wow. And But some of the stuff we had, some a few particular meals really, really stood out. The first night we were in the Hunan province and had a fantastic meal, maybe six, seven bucks a person for just a whole bunch of food. <laughs> and the last meal we had actually in Shanghai was at a restaurant that served Muslim food from Northwest China. Mm. And that was just a really, really tasty meal, which combined sort of the Chinese food that we'd come to expect uh, mm-hmm. while eating in China with more of a Middle Eastern flair to it. And just, uh, it was so nice to be able to try these flavors um, and authentic food from the locations. It was, yeah. it was also very interesting to see right. the differences uh, in food from the various, uh, in the various cities that we went, right? Because awesome. we were all over from the South to the North. Um, and I'm daydreaming we, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. China. it's really great. Good. So there's yeah. there's a variety. You know, which places mm. have the spicy food and which have the more sweet food. Mm. Um, we had hot pot a couple times, which is um, a very popular Chinese thing. You go and and there's this pot and it's very spicy and you cook the meat and the vegetables in in the pot. And we had it a couple times. The first time in Chongqing, which uh, I'd heard was the best place to eat hot pot. And it's spicy. We got the lowest level spice, and it was still extremely <laughs> spicy. They're they're on another level with their spice tolerance right. in China. Yeah, yeah. Did you have the opportunity to play with local musicians? You know, um, we let's see, not not so much, you know, because we really were on a tight schedule, you know, and our performances were just us. But we did have a couple master classes that we did, where um, maybe a singer. Uh, would present a song and then we'd offer feedback mm. on it. So that, okay. and at one point, this was interesting. I met someone who was on tour just for a week doing a residency in Weihai, which is a Chinese city that we were in. And it's at the top of the mountain. Uh, yeah, yeah, Weihai. Weihai. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that was Jose earlier. <laughs> is that so, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you guys say. Um, and so they weren't. Uh, locals, they were actually from <laughs> Toronto, this trio. Mm-hmm. But I met them, and I actually sat in with them at their at their residency at this that, this club that had just opened up. Mm. Um, 
Now, that performance was unforgettable because it was pretty cold in Weihai. It was in the 40s. And the heat in the theater had been broken recently and oh, no. wasn't going to be fixed until, I don't know, January or something. Yeah. So we actually performed in a totally unheated theater. It was <coughs> somewhere around 40, 45 degrees while we were performing. Whoa. And yeah. And we, you were in your coats and everyone's... We were in our typical normal attire. And what was, what was the audience wearing? Um, probably their coats. Their coats. And yeah, things. probably. Wow. Um, but... You know, that's tough. You know, we're, we're, we weren't wearing our winter coats on stage, but for my sister and my my mom, like, they were in some, you know, they had exposed mm-hmm. arms. Sure. Right? I, I don't know how NFL they... NFL-level <laughs> athletic musicianship here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one was really interesting. See these and... guys come out in their tights in <laughs> negative weather. I know. Um, I think the, just like the adrenaline of, of performing when it's cold just got us through it. Yeah. Because yeah. during soundcheck, we were like, how are we going to do this? It was absolutely And you play vibes, so your hands are a yeah, big part of that. I know. And luckily, my hands worked. So they still worked during that performance. Because I've I've busked a few times outside when it's, you know, maybe a little warmer, 45, 50 degrees. That's cold. Mm. Like, my hands will definitely start to freeze up, mm. even if I'm wearing gloves. Did you, ha- did you have an experience where you were sort of separating from yourself? You're watching yourself play? <laughs> Has that ever happened? It um, must happen. <laughs> that has definitely happened to me in my life. <laughs> but honestly, when I think about that particular experience that you're talking about, I think more back to the times when I did uh, acting, more theater. Mm. I remember a specific moment. I actually was Romeo in Romeo and Juliet once in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely had at least one really a significant out-of-body experience. And that one's a little weird because like music – like especially you know music that's not like super super strict you can get away with that mm. but in a in a in a play where like you you have to know you, the you lines. can't you can't mess up the lines yeah. right especially yeah. Shakespeare I mean that's like not easy stuff to mm. just roll off the tongue mm-hmm. it was it was I remember it being surprising that I was able to sort of space out for a second and still keep going you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a little it's a little um, you get a little anxious for a second, you know, like, yeah, right. I hope that doesn't happen again. That's why you rehearse. I know, for and sure. rehearse and rehearse, um, rehearse. I don't think that happened so much on this on this tour um, so much, you know. But I will say, because we were doing the same show every single night, um, I, I got comfortable enough with it that I was able to not have to think about it so much. Yeah, you know? right, right, you know? right. But obviously, you always want to be as present as possible in the moment. Were you doing the same set every night? Or every single night. Every night. Yeah, because yeah. in China, everything has to be approved because they uh, have yes. to scan right. the lyrics to make right. sure there's nothing political right. um, or any uh, something of that yeah, sort. Yeah, you're not doing the wall. Right, right, right. It's <laughs> like, 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 yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in fact, we're advised not we to talk at all We do need education. We yeah. need the Communist Party of China yeah, is yeah. going to educate us. <laughs> right, right, right. Rewrite the lyrics of the wall right. to be approved for China. <laughs> <laughs> we will gloriously build the wall together. <laughs> no, you missed the point. No, we're building the wall. <laughs> we have a great one. They're <laughs> going to build another. Um, exactly. I, yeah, no. But but yeah. Um, anyway, the process of submitting stuff to China began early, back in like May or June. Wow. Um, and once it was set, you know, it was fixed. You know, we're not could not you cannot change it yeah. one bit. You know, wow. um, so we were really stuck with what we submitted, and yeah, 
we knew exactly what we were doing every single night. You know, so by the end of the tour, I mean we were we were really solid yeah, on this. Lock. You know, in fact, like I would say, just a third of the way, we we started to find our rhythm. Because mm. um, yeah, it did it take did take a few uh, performances to really get settled and and feel you know how the show moved, especially in these big theaters that we weren't um, used to playing. Is that your first experience playing a big venue like that? No, it's not the first experience, but definitely with our family band. Yeah, it right. is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and definitely singing because, like, I had I was singing on about maybe eight numbers. Oh, I didn't right? know you sing. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't have yeah. any solos, but sure. for all these harmonies, know, and harmonies things. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, that was my first experience. Mm. Um, but obviously, you know, it takes a while to to get used to the big theaters <laughs> and a different one every night, and different audience every night, different acoustics, different sound. Right, it's not like a residency. You're here for six weeks in one venue. Right, it's, right, right. Boom, we're in this new town. And exactly. This new town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, one of the hardest parts for me um, was that you know, in addition to having different sound coming uh, from the venue each night and different maybe mix in the monitors, was the fact that I was playing a different instrument every night. And um, because like all oh, right, you're not yeah. I was I wasn't I wasn't around. bringing my right. which actually at one point oh, we thought yeah, yeah. I was gonna have to do which uh, would have been an absolute not nightmare. I can't imagine. Uh, I it's mean, trains and it's absolute nightmare. Yeah, trains, planes. Right. Oh my god, it's like lugging a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or two. That's right. <laughs> but for a couple months, we were prepared to do that. Well, and we were starting the preparations for that. Luckily, uh, we found out that every theater was going to be able to acquire an instrument. Um, I was told that it would be a vibraphone or a marimba, and I can tell you I received 15 vibraphones, two marimbas, one xylophone, and the last performance, a set of concert bells, which if you can imagine a glockenspiel sure. on a frame and yes. actually a bigger range than normal and also with a pedal. So you can choose whether to have the notes ring out or have them dampened. Mm. And I got that the last, very last performance. It was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. But so in general, I was given vibraphones of, of, in general, actually really nice quality, but a few times a couple duds mm. or just ones that were harder to deal with. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? Slightly out of tune? Something's yeah, not quite right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of tune, notes that rang out when you didn't want them to. Uh, yeah. Um, another issue we encountered a couple times was uh, differences in the tuning from the vibraphone and the piano. Mm. Um, the most uh, noticeable one, and it was it was really harsh and, and honestly not fun to play, was when I had a vibraphone that was tuned uh, flatter than your typical 440. Okay, so mm-hmm. about 438 or so, which just means um, the notes are just like flatter than, you know, just lower, mm-hmm. slightly lower than your than usual, right? The piano, on the other hand, is at 442, so slightly higher than the vibraphone. But in this case, that that four, you know, that difference of four from 442 to 438 is really apparent. And if you're playing something together with the piano and the vibes, it it clashes it's so bad. It's so it's yeah, yeah. it's it's I like thought it every hurts. instrument was like supposed to be tuned at 440. So 440 is. Yeah. The standard mm-hmm. for a lot of situations, although in most of the world, 442 is now mm-hmm. the standard, especially mm-hmm. for orchestral things. All right. So at a venue like this, um, 442, I would say is Why the standard. Why is it the range a little higher? Well, I th- I've, I've heard that what happens is that, you know, a standard is set. And then just over time, it just gets sharper and sharper okay. as, I don't know, maybe 
or orchestras just keep tuning higher or they keep playing higher mm -hmm. like maybe one I, I don't know if this is true so you all have right, to research right. this yeah, but like let's say a violinist really wants to get their instrument out um if you play sharper you're going to be heard maybe a little more than the other musicians around you i don't know if that's I don't really know. I'm not an expert about this. Orchestral equivalent of bias. <laughs> Slightly. Uh, yeah. So mm. over time, it just adjusts yeah. higher. And if you go back in history, like we've, we've been constantly increasing and, and raising the frequency to which we mm -hmm. tune A to, right? Um, or if you go back to Bach's time, you might see something as low as 415, which is significantly yeah. flatter than what we're using today. Wow. Yeah. I don't know the first thing about this, but I'm fascinated. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what that number even means. Um, so it's it's a it's a frequency. It's it's ah, it's it's hertz. Oh, it's it hertz. hertz. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so each each pitch has a frequency, right? It actually doesn't hurt that. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. All right, we're getting pretty technical here. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is great radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. I know, I'm learning a lot. This is fascinating. Yeah. There's a myth about the 436, 432, 432 being like the. The thing of the the tuning of the universe, or like yeah, yeah. it's just the the, the most pure hmm. yeah, yeah tuning yeah. system. I don't know whether that has validity, uh, but yeah, some people yeah, do. You use can that. see a lot of videos. On you YouTube. can yeah, yeah, if you go to make your way over to YouTube, <laughs> you can yeah, yeah, yeah you find uh -huh. the, the answers to the universe. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I always heard it was forty two was the <laughs> the meaning of the the answer to the question. <laughs> no, that's, no, a, that's a, a normal movie. Hitchhikes, yeah. hitchhiker's guy. Yeah, forty two. This is great, man. So, yeah, are you yeah. are you glad to be back in the states? Um, yeah, I mean, after five weeks in China, you know, it was it was a nice chunk of time, and and it was, yeah. you know, enough to see a lot of things. But obviously, we we were happy to happy to yeah. be back. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I've I've had a great time in LA since we've been back almost sounds like almost it, yeah. two months. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know, it's totally different than New York, as as you know. So such such an opposite city from New York <laughs> in many ways. Um, Are you playing out a lot in LA? I've been I've been doing a little bit of gigging, and I have more when I get back to LA in a few weeks. But just been checking out the scene, seeing a lot of shows, jazz and and R and B and soul and um, rock bands and singer songwriters. And I've been really impressed with people I've seen, people I've met. I've also gone to a ton of jam sessions. Brought my vibraphone. And it's been great. That must be fun when you show up with your vibes. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. People, people like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come see with out. ten people in the back carrying your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he slept some on his own. I know. Yeah. No, I and, going and with snow and, stuff. and what I was saying earlier before we started the podcast was that in, in LA I just drive around and I throw the vibes in the car. And it's so much Beautiful. easier than in New York where I take the train. I've seen and, poor you know, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Snow, really, really. The whole Jake cycle in the covered middle snow, of the snow. He's like dragging he's his biographer. Take on the A train. He's like going to Brooklyn. He's <laughs> like an hour and a half away from here. Oh, no. It's true. You're trained in the the stairs. Yeah, because you can't take an $80 Uber every time. Exactly. Yeah. No, in fact, I, I no. mentioned this last time. I have never in New York paid for an Uber to, to bring my vibes. That is a merit I've, I've only had people um, pay for Ubers for me, right? Ah, right. Or, sorry, there was one time, and mm. I mentioned this last time. Yeah. Because my cart, the wheel had broke, and also it was <laughs> raining. Yeah. I had no choice. Um, but to split an Uber with someone sure. from, from East Village, you know, gotcha. that's the that, literally that the one count. time. That's the one time yeah, that yeah, I The wheel paid. broke. I was actually considering it last night when I got off at 175th Street. 
um, before I climbed the, the, the hill to get back home, right? I was like, I'm so tired. It's cold. Let's just do it. But then... I you know I didn't want to pay the eleven the eleven bucks <laughs> oh, for man. the Uber XL. Such a musician, you had a point of pride. Yeah, point you know, and I did it, and it was like climbing a mini Everest. Oh yeah, last People night. People do last not night. know. I mean, the heights are called the heights for a reason. Yeah, it yeah. is a climb. I mean, if you're walking from what Spanish Harlem up here, you're going to get a, a, a little hike in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But even just from one seventy seventh to one eighty third Street, that's a significant hill. Yeah, uh, with vibes especially, right? Um, so. Uh, you know, I just I've done it a lot of times, yeah. but last night, you know, I hadn't done it in at least four months. Ah, you know, the quads aren't quite there, uh, so <laughs> so it, it it was a little bit um, uh, did have to remember a little bit how it went, and also it's been a while since I've done it in this cold. Yeah, right, because it yeah. was twenty five degrees last night with the wind. Right, and I was just like, oh, no bueno. At the same time, I was like falling asleep pretty much. You oh, know? Geez, yeah, yeah. You had a travel day, and yeah, so it was a good welcome back to New York. This is how it goes here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Where can people find you if they want to, you know, see you gig in in L.A. or New York? For sure. Um, I stay active on Instagram, especially, which is Chappy Milkshake. That's C H A P P Y Milkshake. Um, also, you can find some videos on YouTube. Uh, if you just search Jake Chapman vibraphone, on yeah, YouTube. you don't you don't just play jazz. You play yeah, a yeah. wide range of things. Yeah, video yeah. game music and yeah, all play, sorts. Play of video game music, hip hop, uh, singer songwriter, pop rock, anything really. I, I love to do it all. Hmm. And um, I actually in New York, if if we have some New York listeners, I'll be at uh, in the Washington Heights Jazz Festival again this year, playing video game music. Oh yeah, uh, right. That's March, in March, March, right? March seventh, yeah. March seventh. Where are you doing that? Yeah, at La Kayla. Oh, at La Kayla. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. March seventh, La Kayla yeah. video game. And music. actually, it's an afternoon, twelve twelve thirty. Is uh, it a PM? Is it a Saturday? Is yeah, it a Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. I'll mark my calendar. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fun. That should be fun. Are you doing that with your uh, group? That yeah. Does the video game music. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. D- I'm just bringing a quintet. Uh huh. Yes. Do, does that group have a name? Um. Well, this time it was actually given to me by the the uh, the heads of the festival, Mark yeah. Mark uh, Cross and yeah. Louise Rogers. Right. They 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 told me Jake Chapman's Funhouse. <laughs> so I'm going with that. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. That is a ring. It's not bad. No. It's good. You take it. Yeah. Tell tell me about your your vibraphones. The you know the set that you have. Yeah. You have one right. Um. One. Actually, in New York, I, I own two. You own two. I own two, and I've actually been renting a third for about a year now. In LA, I have one main one that I use. Do you use the same set? I mean, um, not, I mean you must have different versions, right? Well, yeah. In, in New York, I have my I have two Deegan vibraphones, which mm-hmm. are actually pretty similar to each other, mm-hmm. but um, I use them both. Um, and in LA, actually, the one I have is a Musser vibraphone, um, which is the standard vibraphone that people use today pretty mm. much mm. and i'm actually a muster artist as of last summer well you got signed yeah yeah just oh, yeah. just they have a, a roster of, of, of musicians cool and it, it was nice i was actually in nam back in january that's the um the huge uh, music uh vendors um association and they just put on this huge show mm. in anaheim where like mm. every instrument and every product is represented pretty much and Musser had a booth, so I, I went there. I met people involved in the company, and I made a little video for them. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, oh, it was cool. nice nice to see them, nice to represent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should do almost like a NASCAR driver. Yeah, you just yeah, accumulate yeah. sponsorships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And come out. <laughs> <laughs> There's not too many to be had as a as a as a vibraphonist, you know. Right, right, right. You know, but right. I'll do what I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, anyway, what what else can I say about China? I mean, there's yeah. there's so much. Let me let, I, let me just I, let me just I, say I had, some more. I yeah. had one more question. Oh yeah, what was I, that? I, the first one. I mean, we have many more. Yeah. Uh, how are the accommodations? Accommodations were fantastic. <laughs> if if we just talk about the hotels alone, um, we were given our separate hotel rooms, uh, king size. Whoa. Yeah, wherever right. wherever we went. So no, you're not sleeping on the bunks. No, you're not having no, no, a little, no. yeah, and a like, cot for I, the fan. You know, I didn't know fan. that until we got there. Nice. I mean, I was sweet. I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess I was thinking maybe I'd be. Wait, sharing. So your mom and your dad got separate rooms too. Actually, so they were given the option, but my but my mom. And <laughs> Are there problems? This is kind of no, no. This is kind of funny. The very first hotel, she was like, "No, no, we're married. We'll we'll split a hotel room." Yeah, right. Because that's what married couples do. <laughs> yeah. And then of course we asked her at the end of the tour, you know, if if you had the choice again, would you have? have gotten your own hotel room and she said yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think that's good i mean if somebody's giving it away yeah, yeah 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 right right and that, i mean that was very i think a very crucial part of of the success of the tour being able to have our own space and um just being able to chill and, and in these nice hotel rooms in general like really nice hotel rooms were they chains and things or was it um more? there were a few cha- mm. chains like we stayed at a hilton mm. In Chongqing, we stayed at a Sheraton. We stayed at a couple Best Westerns, which were like the lower tier ones that we were at. And then some Chinese hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like really nice. The The breakfasts were really great. Um, sort of standard American continental breakfast. Um, <laughs> somewhat, but actually more Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What like, does a Chinese breakfast look like? So you can get your noodles every morning. Oh. And I pretty much got noodles every day. Oh, yeah. You have your... Fungus or mushrooms, uh, mushrooms, yeah. right? Yeah. But they call it fungus. <laughs> um, you have your rice. Really? You have yeah. yeah. You have your various um, veggies and, and meats and stuff yeah. like that. Egg. Stuff do they like do that. they do eggs? In the morning? Yeah, they they do eggs in the morning. Like, I've never thought about a Chinese breakfast. Yeah, they they do them fried, yeah. but you can also get them you know hard boiled. Mm. Call them tea eggs. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much a lot of a lot of noodles in China. So every morning. And maybe for lunch, some more noodles. <laughs> more noodles, noodles, noodles. Yeah. yeah. Are they, are they like and, rice noodles? Um, they have a few different options. Yeah. Um, rice noodles and some various other things. All, all really good. How much English is spoken there? Uh, um, in- depends. Some some people don't know any English. Some people know a little English. Um, and some people know a little more English. Um, but I would say we never expected anyone to right. be able to speak English. And It's like Paris. You don't walk up to somebody no. rattling. No, we don't. But English. if they start speaking English, then you know we'll speak Try English to them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. especially because we barely knew any Chinese. We know how to say we don't speak Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and, helpful. And, and yeah, yeah. And then a few things that we actually incorporated into our show. So I'd like introduce. We'd all we'd start by walking up, and uh, my dad would greet them, and then we'd all introduce ourselves in Chinese. And then, like for a couple songs, we'd introduce them in Chinese, and, and it was nice to incorporate that. And whether or not the audience understood some of the phrases, that kind of differed from night to night. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure, you're just butchering it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you got to make the effort. Def- definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chinese is hard. Like I said, it's I've been lear- I've been learning yeah, it, right? Right. And it's actually been really cool to be able to identify characters and type a little bit in in Chinese. But I know the speaking part's going to take a while because. Um, to, to nail down all the tones mm-hmm. and which which tone goes with which form of, of which syllable and all that stuff yeah. is going to be a, a bit of a long longer project. A yeah. full-time project. Definitely, definitely. Do you, do you have any chance to connect with somebody there like besides the barrier of the language? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm still, I still have some people that I'm slightly in contact with. Um, and, of course, there's people here in New York and L.A. that I 
can also find if I want to practice, you know. All right. Uh, it's been fun, though. Uh, but it's a great language, you know. Well, and it's very popular. Very po- obviously. Good thing to know. Of, it's the most, it's the biggest language in the world. You yeah. Know? Wild. Um, mm-hmm. So of, I think that's yeah. a very useful thing to know. <laughs> I agree. Of all this, I took one semester of Mandarin. Uh-huh. I remember a few things. Xie xie. Yeah. Nice. Wuhanao. Nice. Abu Hama. I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my <laughs> favorite well. word in Chinese is longxia. Longxia was it? Longxia. So long means and I my pardon my pronunciation, means dragon. Xia mm. means shrimp. Xia. Oh, okay. So it means dragon shrimp. Dragon so shrimp. What do you think that is? The seahorse? Huh? No. no. Lobster. Lobster. Yeah, oh. longxia. I remember you told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love that word. It's so cool. That's awesome. It's so uh, poetic and kind of uh, Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, great. It's fun. That's, that's really great. I love that they have the tones. It's sort of song-like. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. Very much so. These little ups and downs, you have to learn them. Yeah. It's interesting. Of all very the much. cities that you visited, yeah. Jake, yeah. which one blew your mind? Yeah, a few of them especially. Yeah. Mm. Um, the first city was, was a nice... Um, introduction to to china it was changsha in the the province of hunan and it was a nice nice city filled you know big and filled with things to do and it was fun very very modern in 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 a lot of ways um in fact china itself is is very modern Mm. um but that was nice to hang out there but the fourth city we were at was really special i think xiamen in and that was one of the most south cities that we went to and it was kind of like miami Oh. In terms of weather, oh, cool. really nice. And this uh-huh. is winter; it's in the seventies. Yeah, um, really nice town on the water, and um, really, really chill, some somewhat tropical feeling to mm-hmm. it. And off the coast of Xiamen, just barely, you just take a ferry to this island of Gulangyu, um, where my dad and I spent an afternoon. And it's just this really cute town. Um, and you do a lot of hiking. You make it to the top. There's a temple and there's an amazing view over the islands. And you can see the city from there. Is it a Confucian temple? What is it? Um, I would. I, I can't remember if that one was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but That's a lot to but, remember. Because we, we, went to, we went to about five temples yeah. while we were there. So I don't remember the details mm-hmm. of, of that one specifically. But just yeah. what an amazing place that was. Um, it was a great afternoon, and it was it was awesome that while we were on this tour with a big schedule, that we were still able to have some days off to explore the cities as much as possible. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so that one was a great city. Um, the third city, actually, Chongqing, was massive. It's it's actually the biggest city in the world just by city proper. Thirty million people in wow. Chongqing. Whoa! Um, yeah. If you if you take other Measures like just total urban area. Tokyo would be the biggest city mm-hmm. with like 40-ish million people. Right. But Chongqing with city proper is the biggest one. So wow. we went to the biggest city in the world. That's incredible. Which is... That's the whole population of Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> in one city. And, yeah, one city. And, and that city population was... Yeah. I, I, it's the population I, of Texas. Yeah. It's incredible, right? Yeah. Um, the way I describe it is it's kind of like you took a few Manhattans and you've stacked them next to each other. And put bridges between them because that's what it felt like. And the buildings are as wow. built up. And- buildings, more. They're more buildings. They're they're tall, taller in general. And in China, there are a lot of cities that after, when it's night after dark, they're all lit up. 
Wow. And and not just lit up like statically. There's like designs happening. Jeez. You know, it's mm. really cool. Mm. It's kind of like Vegas in a way, <laughs> but like just like more businessy. I don't want to focus on the negative. I do have yeah. questions about the air pollution. Was the air quality a problem? Air quality was definitely something that we noticed was bad in a lot of cities. Mm. Chongqing, for instance, I had a room with a window that, you know, should have had sunlight pouring through, you know, at yeah. whatever, 6, 7 a.m. sepia. But the sun, I it was dark until like 8 o'clock in the morning. Because of the, um, eight, nine, the smog. Because of the smog. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chongqing, the worst city for pollution was Zhengzhou, Zhengzhou, which was in the last third of our tour. And just so much stuff in the air. You walk outside and your eyes sort of cloud up a little bit. Boy. And and breathing, it just Jeez. doesn't feel healthy. Yeah, one hopes they can get that right in the next 20 or 30 years. I know. It seems I, like a priority. I hope so, yeah. yeah. So actually, we were advised to wear masks while we were there, which we did, especially the first part of the tour. Mm. But ironically, even though my dad wasn't wearing a mask, he was the only one out of me, my mom, and my sister that didn't get sick. Oh. Um, so it, it didn't seem like the masks were helping us out that much. Mm. Um, but maybe... Maybe for air pollution. Is your dad a smoker? Um, No. No, he's never been a smoker? Uh, Well, not for a long, long (laughs) time. I'm just teasing. Maybe, yeah. I'm just, who knows? Different people react differently. Uh, I had my, you know, I have a good friend who has asthma and he landed and he came to visit us in London many years ago now. And he landed, didn't have his his inhaler and just started having a meltdown right away. Yeah, We had to go in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, so yeah. other cities I should mention, um, there was a nice city called Dalian that we went to. It, it was a, on the smaller side, about a million people, which is <laughs> it was actually started by Russians in 1898. Oh, is that right? Um, and it had more of a European flavor to it. It was that in the north? Um, that was in the north, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the second coldest city that we went to. Okay. Um, let's see, other cities. We went to Shanghai after our tour was over just for a few days, and that was an incredible city. Um, would definitely like to spend more time there. Yeah. If I can. Um, More English there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just an international cosmopolitan city for sure. We did one of the most amazing things uh, in that city. It was a tour of the Jewish Quarter ah. um, in Shanghai, which is a very – it's a, it was an, a, a very historical place for, for, for Jews during uh, World War II. It was mm. a huge place where, where, where Jews would escape. Mm. To yeah, because mm. of their open borders, ah, um, it was it was and and they so this this Jewish quarter was started. Wow, and we went on this fantastic tour. Cool, and I re- if anyone's in Shanghai, I would recommend doing that. Go do that. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like a guided tour. They walked you through the quarter and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this guy just from Israel, his name's huh. Devere. He just knows the history and he's explaining it as we're in the places and mm. he shows and and there's a van that picks us up and brings us to these spots mm. and it just goes on for about four hours Jeez, and just it's just really thorough it's com- very comprehensive large. it's yeah. a large area um no it's walkable it's walkable okay. but but the van is because like there's a sure. few different locations that we're going to yeah huh. yeah just really nice hmm. i don't know much about the history of shanghai it was you mentioned it was open it was yeah open yeah city. so so yeah it just it was it was a it was a city where um it, it was a lot easier to 
to get in, you know, it, right. it wasn't wasn't closed. regulated sure. as as much yeah. or at all. But it's part of mainland China. Um, yeah, it yeah. is. It yeah. is. It is. What about Hong Kong? Did you get so so Hong Kong? We didn't go to. Okay. It was actually originally we were going to go there after our tour was over, uh-huh. um, but because of the protests and all that stuff, we decided against it. Uh-huh. Um, so we didn't make it there. Yeah. So maybe one day. Sure. <laughs> sure. What? Go ahead, Jose. No, no. I was just going to ask like uh, anything in the culture that you feel like, oh wow, why why we don't have this kind of Things in America or things that inspire you. Oh, which you start doing that or something that changed your life? Or yeah, um, well, I will say their technology is ahead of ours in a lot of ways. Of course, their security is is more involved there, right? Mm-hmm. It um, they just they they're they're always taking your photo, for instance. They're doing facial recognition. Yeah, facial recognition, yeah. all that stuff. They're nice. tracking you. Basically, anything that you type is going through the government, mm. right? And I'm sure there's a lot of that here. We have a variation of that. You know, mm. but, but in China, like, people have to be really careful, of course, because you can't say a lot of sure. things. <coughs> Pardon me. No, no. So, um, break, break. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the air. <coughs> Uh, one sec. Okay, I'm gonna go get my mask here. I'm gonna go fetch it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so they're using their phone a lot for so many things that they do. Mm. They're paying for things. They they get into the subway with the phone, which I think we're starting here in New York. Sure. Um, they are you know seeing the menu at a restaurant with their phone. They're calling over a waiter with their phone. Of course, they're they're using their version of Uber with phone, but all these things <clears throat> that they do on their phone, and you need a Chinese bank account to to use, uh-huh. right? I was going to say, what were you yeah, left yeah, to do? Right, right. Um, since we don't have a Chinese bank account, we weren't able to use these services uh-huh. that required the phone to pay for. So we always had cash with us, and luckily, most places would take cash, but it was rare, you know. Um, and also, if we ever needed to get um, a taxi, we'd had to flag one down on the street mm-hmm. or ask someone to call one for us. That makes quite a, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, it was challenging at, at, at some times. And, it was, and, and also credit cards. Like we weren't able to use credit cards in many places. Mm. Even in Shanghai where you would expect most places to take foreign uh, international credit cards, it, it was tough. Um, and that's just because what? The state <laughs> has so much control and they're still relatively – Isolated? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That, I think you know? I think I think they they just try to keep things really, you know, tight and secure, centrally and planned. Not not you know you know really have control over this this bubble. China, China did feel a lot like a bubble. A bubble. Bubble. You know, it's so big, and they have so much control over the information. Of course, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they're all blocked, Banned. right? Yeah. Um, can you you can't get Google? Can you? <coughs> Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. So. Um, if so, there there are ways to get it, and actually, we we had a um, a data plan, and which was based, I think, in Hong Kong or something. So yeah. actually, we weren't blocked. Ah, because it was going through because it because it was going through Hong Kong or sure. somewhere where it, all these sites yeah, weren't right, blocked. So right, we were right. actually able to get on Facebook and Instagram, get like a VPN or whatever. Yeah, and do it. V, yeah, yeah, we we tried a VPN too, but this was better because ah. it was just wasn't blocked. We didn't even need a VPN. That's mm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How closely do you think you were monitored while you were there? Um, un- unclear, I guess, mm. you know, because like... It's not like you felt an extra level of creepiness or anything. No, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. You know, I think we were monitored just the same as 
anyone else. Sure. You know? Yeah. We showed up to the train station or the or the airport, you yeah. know, and, you know, they took a photo of us. But, you know, in yeah. general, we, we were fine. We were fine. What was oh. the you, – you talked a little bit about your set. Can yeah. We, can people find any of it online? Is there, um, is there any of the stuff that – yeah. There's – <coughs> well, do you need, you need some water? We can get you some water. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, Jose, Jose can you do you mind getting, grabbing him some water? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, it's all good. So you were, of course. Now, now, right now that we're talking, I started coughing. Yeah, that's all right. No, it's good. You were, you were uh, mentioning you had a little, little set of sniffles. Yeah, um, but, but not coughing. It's weird. Uh, no, no. But when, once you, you talk for forty-five minutes straight, you start yeah. to get a little tickle. It's totally that's cool. That's all good. Um, so you, um, so yeah, so yeah. yeah. So we, there's a little bit online right now, um, but hopefully soon there'll be a little more. Thanks, Jose. Thank you, Jose. All right, Thank my you. man. All right. Get back in here. Get um, back uh, around the campfire. <laughs> um, there's a little bit that I've put, like, short clips I've put up on my Instagram, but I think I think soon there'll be a little more up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was, you know, it was really nice. We we were our own camera crew and audio crew. Like, yeah. we brought a camera and set it up for every performance. I recorded on a Zoom uh, with the board audio and stuff. Did the tour have a name? Yeah. Um, it kind of depended on the venue. Usually, it was something along the lines of Karen Benjamin and family. Um, some some said a concerto with love. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the the musical family or or like oh. family mother daughter sister brother. That's that's like. adorable. But actually, it was, it's interesting. Um, we call ourselves the Von Chaps, yes. but in the eyes of China, like. We weren't the Von Chaps. We were Karen Benjamin ah. and sometimes Karen Benjamin and Alan Chapman mm. and family, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, in general, my mom was the the focal point. I see. Right? Mm. Of the performance mm. and sometimes my parents. Right? Sure, sure. Um, which was which was cool. They 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 really got a kick out of it because you know not only were we American but we were a family, right? right? And that's yeah. interesting to them. It's clever. Yeah, there's a bit of a fun thing yeah. there. Yeah. So like even before we you know sung or played a note. Um, they're already, you know, really into us because just just the novelty, the novelty. of of seeing not only Americans but a, but a family, yeah, and yeah. so I think they really enjoyed us, and it was nice to see the reactions during the performance, and then also meet some of the people after, and they were really appreciative of it. Yeah, what size? You know, was the typical audience? What were you playing, um, playing for? It really depends. So the the theaters range from let's say four or five hundred to two three thousand seats. Mm-hmm. So we had some really really big theaters. Never was was the were the theaters even close to being full. Not to the rafters. Not even close. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. If it was if it was like even approaching the halfway point, yeah. that was that was it's still a hell of a lot of people. It is a lot of people. Yeah. So like yeah. we were used to having, you know, several hundred people in the audience, right? Yeah. You know, maybe five, six hundred. I'm That's not great. I'm not I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um either way, you know, they 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 enjoyed it nonetheless. You That's know? wonderful. I mean, there's no way we were gonna sell out these places. Sure. You know? Yeah, right. And in fact I'll say that um, um, you know, they, 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 they definitely, the, the Polychain who owns this, owns these theaters, they weren't making money off this tour, you know, um, just because there weren't enough people to make it profitable. So I really think that China really has, is deeply invested in educating their citizens, um, uh, in many different ways, including the arts, especially in this case, Western Arts, you well, know, a lot, of, a lot of these families aspire to send their children to the to the West. To, that too, yeah, to yeah, study yeah. And but it, it is just, a global society, absolutely. Now. But it's just yeah. great how, like, you know, China. We think of they're so so ahead in terms of science, technology, and stuff like that. They're also invested in educating 
um, you know, people about music and and in this case, all these American music or Western because sure. we, we played opera, right? right. We, we also did jazz, musical theater. Yeah, that's wild. So the, the set included musical theater, jazz, opera, Chinese pop tune. Po- um, yeah, Chinese pop tune, some American, a couple American pop tunes, one one pop tune by my sister. Uh-huh. Um, you doing any Zeppelin? No, no Zeppelin. <laughs> I did a Disney medley on the piano, solo piano that I oh, put nice. together. Yeah. All right. And I also did in an unaccompanied, or it's a solo piece, so uh, a Bach violin sonata on the oh. vibraphone. Oh wow! Um, and that was the Great. that was the hardest point of mm. my of the of the concert for me. It was in terms of difficulty to play, hard piece to play, yeah. really hard to to execute on a mallet instrument, mm-hmm. and especially when every night I'm getting a new instrument, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and the hall sounds different every night. What I'm hearing. You know, and sometimes I have to deal with chatter coming from the audience because there was a fair amount of chatter sometimes and and just distractions mm. that we had to put up with. Mm. It's just slightly more informal in, in, in the sort of conventions of audience and, hmm. and that kind of thing. So I don't think they're necessarily is that like res- a cultural un- thing. Yeah, I don't think it, they're they mean to be disrespectful or anything like that. It's just like that's just how it is. They're yeah. here and and they don't necessarily have to be silent. Mm. the whole time mm-hmm. you know in general like it wasn't a big deal sure sure but you know of course if i'm trying to concentrate yeah right be, i'm hearing some, some, yeah. some people talking there, like, uh, that's gonna get in my head yeah. for sure were they yeah. serving beer and wine and no, like no no very dry very yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. in fact alcohol is like it's not say, even a big thing there yeah what are the bars like i mean do you, do you um get to a bar there, there? yeah there are a few bars but um in general like you you can't find too much alcohol there at the restaurants like a lot of times, and in the convenience stores, the beer would be warm. Mm. Um, they just wouldn't chill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little so, different. So we didn't we didn't drink that much, and also we were on tour. So sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. bad was the jet lag when you first got over there? The jet lag was pretty bad. Luckily, we had two days before our first performance to catch up. But I remember like waking up at like one in the morning. Ugh. You know, and you know you're done at that point. Yeah, you're hosed. So I just like hopped in the bath. You know, uh, the yeah. first hotel we were at was amazing. Had this nice bath, and I took like three baths there. <laughs> what did you fly into? What airport? Um, well, we, we flew to Guangzhou, and then we flew to Changsha. Uh-huh. Changsha was our first city. And it was really a nice couple days we had before our first performance. Nice hotel room, like I said. Um, and just tried to see the sights or, or just get a feel for the city, but also rest up, make sure that I was in performing shape for the third night. Yeah. Did you get out to any museums aside from the temples, um, modern art museums, anything like that? Um, let me think. Um, so, yeah, like you said, the temples were the bulk of what we saw museum-wise. We did go to a science and technology museum in Shanghai mm. um, where we, we didn't see all of it. You know, there, there were a couple kid-friendly things that we went to. But in general, we, stu- we stuck to the temples. We stuck to the... The, the the restaurants and stuff like that rather than museums because mm-hmm. that just takes up too much time. Were most of your gigs in the evening? Yeah, they yeah. were all they all started seven seven thirty eight p.m. Yeah, um, yeah. Can and you, and yeah, so, so some cities we we got especially towards the end we would wake up travel to that city perform the concert and then take off the next morning. Right. So the the tour actually finished with six nights in a row. So no time to really pause no and breathe. It's no, just boom, boom, No time, boom, boom. yeah. And three of those nights uh, and days, I, I came down with some unexpected illness. Oh, no. And I was waking up in terrible shape, you know, and I had to wake up early because we had to get to the next place. And just just 
kept feeling like, how am I going to perform tonight? But but luckily, by the end of the day, I was in better shape and I was able to perform. And that happened three days in a row. Sounds like you pulled yourself together. I did. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was a challenge. Did your family at any point get at each other's throats? Was there a little tension? Uh, you got to you can be honest. <laughs> there was there was some tension. I yeah, bet. there was yeah. some tension. <laughs> we we made it through. Um, I will say, as in regards to illness, though, mm-hmm. the very first concert, we do the sound check and it goes fine. My mom opens her mouth to sing once the audience comes and her voice is gone. So what happened that night was – so basically we're on our second number. It's an opera number, Quando Men Vo. She starts to sing. She stops my dad. She starts to sing again and says, you're going to perform this one tonight solo. (coughs) So I proceeded to perform all her solo numbers in general just on vibraphone and with my dad accompanying on piano. And these were pieces that – um, you know, I, I've played on, you know, I'd rehearse with them on, but I wasn't prepared to play as a soloist. To play the melody? To play her? To play the melody, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Luckily, I was able to do it. Um, <laughs> wow. You know. That's some virtuosity that I I know, you know, I, I'll never have that. Yeah, no. It's all I can do to put a little podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm thankful that I, w- that I was able to help out. and That's impressive. And ma- yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. It was... You know, I'm sure they were it, very it, proud of you. That, it's that's a lot, pretty cool. You know, it's it's. Uh, Did her voice die for the entire evening? No, uh, yeah, for the entire evening. Oh no! And, and in fact, the very next show, she also took it very easy, and I kind of repeated the same thing where yeah. I took over the solos. And then the third show, she started singing more. And then by the fourth show, she was pretty much back. All right. Um, All right. So it was very lucky. And is she she's a known quantity. People know uh, know about her. She has in, a career. Yes, but not yeah. not in China. None oh. of us are big in China I see. at all. Okay. Yeah. But, but they put her forward. Yes. Yes. Mm. That's how it was built. Sort of the – yeah, whose idea was this tour? Um, so this is how it happened. Um, my parents, they do some performing together and they performed at a concert series uh, in 2017 in the summer. Someone saw them perform and said, hey, they would love you in China. Okay. And then <laughs> right, okay, two, two years later, they got, a, they got a call like, hey, remember that thing about China? Well, are you still down? And that's how it happened. In, so last January, yeah. about a year ago – um, they were approached, and my mom was like, "Hey, you know what? We have we have kids. Why don't we get them involved?" Fantastic! And kind of great like, mother. Yeah, I know, right? I'm I'm happy that <laughs> that I was pulled into to it, and um, and so it took a year from when I heard about it to the actual tour. So we planned it over a year, and we weren't sure it was officially happening. Really, you know. Until the very end, you know, when we saw like the first and check it was clear, finally you know, real, and yeah, it's you know, it, it was like increasing along the way, and like by May, I was like, hey, this this looks like it's happening, and then I went to L.A. because we needed some photos together as a family, some you know, some like Getting nice, real. nice like you know, family band photos. That was in June, and then just like I was like, oh, I guess it's happening, and then. We, yeah. we, we were in China. It happened. Yeah. And it was amazing. If you, I don't want to call it a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but yeah, I mean, it has that quality. It, it really wow. does. It's just, how many I mean, American musicians right now are you going to get you know, It's pretty wild. Yeah, and, and families, right? Yeah, you know, for sure. To be able to do this with, with my family, that's pretty unique. And, yeah. And something like this, like the, the grandness of it, right? Yeah. Um, the amount of cities, the the places we saw, the places we performed, and now this is all in your head. I and know. you obviously have a good memory, and you I... sort of remember the cities and everything. And, yeah, and, and... yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it's very and, cool, and and just the way we were treated. Sometimes we had these tour buses like that could fit thirty people, you know. And there's only four people in our bands, <laughs> yeah, you know? right, right, right. Um, 
Just, well, just totally incredible. Fantastic. Well, we're winding down. Uh, before yeah. we go, Jose, do you have, do you have any, any final I'm questions good. for just, Jake? I'm just, just chilling I'm, out? I'm just chilling out and listening to Jake's stories. Yeah. <laughs> how, we're, how, we're following him on Instagram, yeah. all of his steps. How have you been, Jose? You been all right? I'm being all right. I'm being all right. Yeah, all good. Yeah. Missing you guys. Yeah, missing yeah. being uh, yeah. in the canteen, hey, hanging out on the podcast. Get this with podcast. The sexy volume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getthispodcast.com. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Facebook too. Getthispodcast.com. I got two more questions for yeah. you, Jake, and then we'll okay. let you go. You get a gig tonight at Kismet. Yes, so I do. Can you cover Immigrant Song for me? Uh, I'm, it, I'm, I'm totally yeah. kidding. I could. <laughs> I, I, could totally, I could. Well, you know. That could you, be fun. Think about it. Give it a shot. <laughs> Give it a shot. Or and, Kashmir. Kashmir. Yeah, or Kashmir. Yeah, do, I, just, I actually did that one at the karaoke at Kismet one time. Hell yeah. Do yeah. some uh, do some Zep for me. And All then, right. um, if you can. And then, um, What's the other one? Uh, the second question is: Can you can you get me a sample of the family performing together that I can throw uh, as an outro to this episode? Uh, absolutely. In fact, do you want to use uh, that promo I saw? I, that I promo you? was really fun. Yeah, but, me, but I maybe maybe like something from China too. What? Just get yeah. me uh, yeah. some sliver right. of audio, three four minutes of audio okay. for the outro, okay. and we'll throw it in right now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Jake, will, will you come back on, uh, you know, the next uh, next episode? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll do it. Let's do it again after you got something going all right, on, all right? All right, yeah. See you at Kismet. All right, we'll see you at Kismet. And then, of course, uh, you got, what, March March 7th at the... Uh, March 7th, yeah. A few gigs while I'm in town, and then back to L.A., and then I'll be back here, you know, kind of doing a little back-and-forth thing for a bit. Vonchaps.com. Vonchaps.com. And on Instagram, Chappy Milkshake. Milkshake. Or, or my website, jakechapmanvibes.com. jakechapmanvibes.com. This has been Get This. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao. How do you say goodbye in Chinese? Saichen. 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 Thank you.